1: Muller She Wrote is currently brought to you by our amazing subscribers who get our weekly newsletter, AG's show notes, bonus content, and our awesome merch. You can support us by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and clicking on subscribe. We're starting a new thing this week where proceeds from subscribers are going to be donated to progressive candidates to flip Congress blue so that the House can impeach Trump. So follow us on Twitter at Muller She Wrote, and like us on Facebook to win a PlayStation. We're 15% of the way there. And thank you so much for listening. This podcast contains explicit language.
2: So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian
1: oligarchs. That's what he said. That's what I said. That's obviously what our position is.
2: No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist.
1: Welcome to Muller She Wrote. I'm A.G. and I'm a Muller junkie. Hi, (laughs) A.G. And with me as always is Jaleesa. Say hi. Hey. Hey, how are you doing, Jaleesa? I'm good. Excellent. And Jordan Coburn's with us. Hello. Please call me A.G. I have to stay relatively anonymous because I work for the executive branch of the federal government. And this week, by the way, marks my one year anniversary of Trump's Office of General Counsel submitting a FOIA request to get my employee records. Ooh. So that was fucking terrifying. <laughs> so I'm A.G. So I'd also like to welcome a very special guest this week. We have Shannon Woodward with us Woo! from Raising Hope and Westworld. And she's here. Say hi. Hi. We are so excited to have you.
0: I'm very excited to be here.
1: That's so I just I love that you listen to this. This is so great. <laughs> and now I, I can't wait to get like your political insight. So I'm, I'm very excited. So I didn't get my indictments this week, you guys, but mm. I do want to have a chat with you later and talk about realistic expectations, specifically mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having unhealthy fantasies about Mueller serving subpoenas that I need to have out. <laughs> um, but before we get started, I want to make a correction. On last week's show, I said that Felix Sater was indicted in the Southern District of New York, and he was actually subpoenaed. So fix that in your notes. I know you all take notes, <laughs> and I apologize for that error. So this week... Jordan's going to cover the fallout from the Nunez memo uh, as a continuation of her report last week on No Tilda (laughs) Nunez. And Jaleesa's going to talk to us about Russian sanctions and why they haven't been implemented yet, even though they were due January 29th, even as early as last October. Uh, I'll be going over my zealous desires for indictments and plea deals and how to cope when you're a Mueller junkie, (laughs) (laughs) which I am. Uh, and today, like I said, I'm so excited to have you, Shannon, and uh, you just, you know, whatever you want to say, I'm here for you.
0: I'm uh, mostly here to listen because I'm a Mueller <laughs> junkie, too, but hey. I get a lot of my information from you, so I may be sh- just, like, asking you questions. Wonderful.
1: We can... <laughs> I am, I am, we'll play a stump AG. I think, I'll, I'll play the sense. audience. here. There we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, feel free to chime in any with questions or insights or anything that you have, so... Um, you guys, this has been another insane like, insane week of news, so let's just get started with Just the Facts. All right, on Monday, we'll start with Monday, because nothing really interesting happens Sunday. But on mm-hmm. Monday, Andy McCabe quits his job at the FBI early. Uh, this makes me sad, first of all, because he's adorable. <laughs> uh, he will be featured in our Sexy Justice calendar, mm-hmm. coming soon. That's coming in March or April, so get ready for that. And if you subscribe, you get one. Um, And we knew he was on his way out ever since he made himself a witness against House Trump by corroborating Comey's memos. He was one of the Comey Five, as Mm -hmm. I call them. Right. Um, And, you know, because he corroborated Comey's stunning conversations with Trump about loyalty and Mike Flynn and all that. So remember last week how excited I was about FBI Director Ray replaced General Counsel of FBI Baker with Bente. Well, he's replacing McCabe with Bowditch. Hmm. Bowditch is also one of the Comey Five. If you remember, it was McCabe, Baker, Bodich, Ribicke, or Ribicki, and Gaddis. We haven't heard anything from Gaddis recently. Not I don't even yet. know if he still works there. I have to look that up.
4: Do you think it's only a matter of time then before Bowditch is out?
1: Uh, yeah, and I just think it's a nice big fucking double barrel mill of fingers from Ray <laughs> right. to Trump to be like, oh yeah, you want, I have to fire McCabe? Well, I'm going to replace him with Bowditch, mm-hmm. somebody else who, who is on Comey, Team Comey. It. So I think that's fantastic. It's nice to have a White House in, in Comey's old, or white, a White, House, a white <laughs> House. It's nice to have a white hat in Comey's old position. Oh, yeah. Uh, also on Monday, the House Intelligence Committee voted to release the Nunes memo. Uh, it's important to note they may also release the transcript of that meeting, and these were my notes on Monday. They actually do end up releasing the transcripts of that meeting. Okay. Um, it's reported to highlight that there were Republicans who seemed strong-armed into voting for the release of that memo. No. Um, <laughs> and it reminds me of, and I know uh, Shannon. We were talking. You you listened to Slowburn about how Gerald Ford strong-armed uh, members, Republican members of the House or the Senate committee on the investigation into Watergate, mm-hmm. to not give the subpoenas to not enter the subpoena. So I was like, huh. There's so many parallels.
0: Mm-hmm. It's shocking.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, so, and also the New York Times reported on Monday that Rosenstein's job was in jeopardy. Uh, If they fire him, he can be replaced by someone who will uh, veto any further investigative routes requested by Mueller. Mm -hmm. Remember, Mueller has to get the okay from the Deputy Attorney General whenever the investigation takes him down a new path. Right. Uh, Basically, I think what, uh, what Rosenstein was saying is we meet on the regular, and he goes over what he's investigating, and if something comes up that I don't think is within the scope, I would tell him not to, and so far I haven't told him not to do anything, so... Um, that, I thought that was, you know, that's, and that's also something that Adam uh, Schiff had said. He said, you know, more than firing Mueller, I think it's firing Rosenstein. Mm -hmm. That could be a problem. Uh, Monday at midnight, the clock expired to impose Russian sanctions, voted on by Congress and signed, albeit reluctantly, by Trump. (laughs) Uh, This is the second deadline for imposing Russian sanctions that the Trump White House has missed. Um, remember all the times... Uh, people from House Trump promised the Russians in in easing up on sanctions. Oh well, here it is. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> what about that boat? With the, Have you read about this? The boat that docked in Boston Harbor that has a particular amount of like Russian gas on it for the first time. What? <laughs> Okay, I I'm not being articulate enough no, to no, like I'm announce right. this news yes. on my own. If you haven't read it, like I don't know about the boat. I mean, I we we should Google this. this in a minute. There's a second one on the way too. Whoa!
4: It, I'll yeah, make a note. That's a
0: whole Russian uh, gas. The, yeah, it's 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 only. A, I feel like it's only like twenty percent of it is Russian gas, and, and quite a bit of it is from other places. Mm-hmm. But it's the first time that that Russian. Gas has been. This is what I understand. Interesting, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I was not sober enough when I was reading this to (laughs) to be particularly succinct. But
2: I mean, like, it sounds like something they would do, honestly, like in a sneaky way, like just little by little, right? If you had read about it, my question was
0: going to be, you know does this have something to do with the not signing of the sanctions
1: and Mm. but Uh, well i do know about the three russian spies that were here
0: right and only one of them was arrested correct
1: uh none of them were arrested. none of them were no this isn't the this isn't the okay, spies different, with different
0: spies so many spies. <laughs> this isn't, <laughs> this isn't spies. the spies carter really page true. met with in That's 2013. these
1: are the spies that were here a couple weeks ago Oh. Uh, one of them sanctioned from the united states that had to be approved to be let in by rex tillerson the head of the state department meeting at the white house we didn't find out about it until reuters translated a russian news article <laughs> oh my oh god. so yeah you want to talk about that's, that's a coincidence, too. Google the gas thing. I yeah, yeah, I'm Googling about. that right now. Uh, They're creeping up on us. I <sighs> yeah. find it,
4: too. I, I think I read Yeah. Oil is the way to our hearts, though. So it is. That's That's a good start game.
1: It is. So you can draw off the coast now, except for Florida. Uh, on Tuesday, again, I, as I said earlier at the, at the beginning of the show, it marked my one-year anniversary of the day that Trump's Office of General Counsel submitted a FOIA request, that's a Freedom of Information Act request, mm-hmm. for my employee records with the federal government. Uh, one of the many reasons I go by AG uh, on this show and that was a really terrifying week I contacted my boss because the public relations people had to contact me to tell me that my my request when you we submit a FOIA request the person whose records you're requesting have to be informed oh, okay and so they called me to tell me that the Office of General Counsel Trump's Federal Office of General Counsel was requesting my employee record. Wow. And That's was like, insane. <sighs> uh, and I was like, did he find out I ran as like a Bernie surrogate <laughs> or was it like, cause I ran, I ran to be one of his uh, delegates mm-hmm. and I'm like, is it like, is he rounding up all the Democrats in, that work in the executive branch? Right. Like, yeah. what did you do? <laughs> so, um, so far I'm still, I'm still there. So I don't know what's going on, but. Anyway, it's been a year. he will be it's coming fishy.
2: for you later. Tomorrow. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we that, get that, more that, popular, I'll he's that, coming yeah. for you. <laughs>
1: I'll go. Kate, can I live with Comey if I get fired? That sounds like a, that seems like a great place to be. It's, oh yeah. It Bastard come with comey <laughs> um, It turns out there's a second dossier uh, corroborating oh. the P tapes. No. Yes. The Guardian reported it on Tuesday that like a journalist me. named Cody Shearer and I don't. I don't. I don't like this guy. He's he's an activist. He worked close with the Clintons in the nineties. Okay, uh, but it does seem to corroborate the P tape. So there's that. That makes me mm. happy. So do you
2: not like him because of his association with the Clintons? Or? No,
1: he's just a he's just a, 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 fishy a leftist. Guy? Oh, okay, the
2: extreme leftist. Like I'm yeah,
1: he's like an activist. Like he's you know it would be like me. Like having like oh rely like okay Trump could easily discredit anything <laughs> yeah, I bring I forward. See what you're saying yeah because I'm such a Democrat. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I him. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's that. Did you mm-hmm. find the gas stuff? Yes, yeah. Shannon
4: found it. So, the headline reads, and this was published by the Washington Post, it reads, Tanker carrying liquefied natural gas from Russia's Arctic arrives in Boston. Mm. That was January 28th of this year. And,
0: and there's a second one on the way. Apparently, that's in a different article. But what is
2: yeah. going on though? Like, it's very strange. Any
0: Russian
1: thing we should is have a place. gas party, like the tea yeah. party in Boston, and oh, just have dump a it gas. all in the harbor. No, but yeah.
0: guys, the fish. I mean, I feel like the tea was <laughs> fine for the fish, but the gas is like, not
1: dope for the fish. So <laughs> just keep them it's up really for a good few for days. days. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Oh, That's okay. So yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> uh, the Daily Beast reported that during a closed door meeting of the House Intelligence Committee to vote on releasing the Nunes memo. Devin refused to answer. I'm just going to call him Devin. Yeah. Uh, he refused to answer whether or not the White House had a hand in crafting the memo. Hmm. He refused to answer that question. So little D. That's an interesting <laughs> uh, tidbit in that article. Um, just one little sentence at the end of that article. That same article saying that Bannon's House testimony has been postponed again. Okay. Uh, that That's... Fact. Now, my feeling about this is that he's flipped and he's fully cooperating with Mueller, which is why they don't want him to testify to Congress because everything he the says on back to the Trump, West right? President. Damn. Yeah, that's very telling. I no one, t- no one, saw, no one touched on that because mm-hmm. the the rest of the article was like, whoa, right? Because there's a second piece tape. That's e-tape an important and right detail, though. End, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, and Bannon was postponed again.
2: Yeah, be <laughs> between the lines.
1: Uh, And the the Justice Department petitioned the White House to block the release of the Nunes memo. Um, Basically, Ray and Rosenstein went to the White House and said, please don't release it. Come on. (laughs) And, of course, Trump released it anyway. We'll get there. It's like my notes go in the week's order, so it's like Monday, we're thinking about releasing it. Tuesday, they went to the White House. Uh, The Hill reported Tuesday that Mueller will interview uh, Corallo or Corallo in the next two weeks uh, and that he will tell Mueller... That while on a conference call on Air Force One coming back from the G20 summit last July, Hope Hicks said in front of Trump that the Donald Trump, the Donald Trump Jr. emails about the June 2016 meeting, quote, would never get out. Hmm. So basically um, saying it, whatever message you craft to say what the meeting was about, if you say it was about adoptions, that's fine because the email saying what it was really about will never get out. We'll right. never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be testifying to Mueller.
4: And this is—it has not been confirmed yet that that testimony has happened, right? Because that was a few months ago. Everyone was talking all about it, and this is maybe what we've been waiting on.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I don't think that that because we, we've been waiting for Hope Hicks to testify. Yeah, and th- for she a long might time. have already, and she might be coming back. Okay, got because it. now Cor- Corallo, because in the book, the the Fire and Fury book, he said I was on Air Force One, and he quit because he's like, "This is obstruction of justice, y'all. I'm out." And so he left. And so maybe Mueller was like, huh, I'm going to talk to Hope Hicks about this and ask her that because he didn't know about that line mm. of questioning. I'm, I, this is all conjecture. I'm just guessing. Right. But <clears throat> so that's that's she's going to apparently testify to that or Corella will testify that she said that. Um, so I don't know if he's bringing Hicks back in, but he, I'm sure he will. Okay. Uh, we also learned Tuesday that Trump is talking to friends about having sessions. Indict Mueller, so he would have to testify to a grand jury. That is a fact. Oh jeez. And my assertion is that Trump is a fucking child. Indict for what?
0: It's just the hail mary
1: for he
4: having two feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <what? laughs> Look at you with your feet attached to your legs <laughs> Oh my god. Try yeah. to be a little bit less obvious, also maybe with I, uh with I don't a, think he even realized. I was gonna. No, was he's gonna, a man with a plan. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just go straight to the source, guys. He's a winner, can, you know. He's a doer. No bullshit kind oh. of
2: guy.
0: You gonna threaten me with the grand jury? You gonna threaten me? Guess what? I'm gonna grand jury you. too. is the grand jury
2: again. <laughs>
1: that is perfect. I'm gonna make my own grand jury. The grandest. It's
0: gonna be
4: the grandest. Jury. It's, gonna be the jury. it's gonna be the best jury. It's
0: all my friends.
4: Tremendous jury, gold everywhere. Hope oh, Hicks <inaudible> is the judge, right, babe? Oh mm-hmm.
1: Nikki Haley will be right there, there. <laughs> Uh, i like under the podium. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we learned from Russian media. Here you go. This is what I was talking about. The three spy chiefs from Russia's three intelligence organizations. The th- they're, they're spy chiefs. They aren't like government officials. These are uh, spy chiefs. We're here in the U.S. and met with Pompeo, the head of the CIA, uh, sometime in the last two weeks. One of the spy chiefs is sanctioned and would have had to get special permission from the Secretary of State of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> um, the State Department refused to comment, uh, but, you know, one wonders if this might have anything to do with Trump ignoring the uh, sanctions deadline, mm-hmm. uh, which was approved 517 to 5 last August. Like what else gets But out? he
0: met with the head of the CIA?
1: Yeah. He met with Pompeo, the head, the director of the CIA. The
4: three guys. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe they were talking about gas ships in Boston. Right. Yeah. yeah. On Wednesday, good old Trey Benghazi Gowdy announced he won't run again for Congress in 2018, and and I'll tell you what, um, we here at Mueller, She Wrote, are pretty broken up about it. Um, We're not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's the fact. My feeling here is that we now have 34, actually I think it's up to 35 since I took this note, Republicans jumping ship. And everyone is sort of asking why. I think that if any of these guys want any kind of future in politics or the judiciary, they're going to have to abandon Trump because mm-hmm. they know Mueller's about to lay some shit down. Yeah. Um, and they don't want to be associated with him now. They got their tax scam passed, so they're good. They got their money. Uh, and uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. They, they have got this diabolical plan to, to get back judgeships and governorships and mayorships to mm-hmm. redraw district lines so that they can you know, tip the Congress again. It's insane,
2: but they're playing the game. That's the, like they're making the rules, and technically, so far, they're winning at
1: it. which is It's they are so much better at playing, at playing
2: this crappy, crappy game. Yeah.
1: So, uh, <clears throat> on Wednesday, the FBI, headed by Christopher Ray, who was handpicked by Trump himself to back Phil Comey, sent a letter expressing that it has the FBI has quote grave concerns about material omissions of fact that fundamentally impact the memo's accuracy about the Nunes memo. Basically, your memo is bullshit. It's basically what, <laughs> what Ray is saying. Uh, it's important to note that Rod Rosenstein and the DOJ did not try to pull that sentiment back at all. So that's kind of the DOJ given their okay to that. Mm-hmm. you know, Usually, the DOJ never really comes out and supports anything like that. But uh, them not saying we don't agree means they're They agree. Even Just the
0: fact that they're allowing the Mueller investigation to continue is, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they don't agree, right? Right. Otherwise, they would have stopped this a long time ago.
1: Exactly. Yep, exactly. Uh, We also learned from CNN on Wednesday uh, that a couple of days before Rosenstein testified to Congress, and you can check out my coverage of that testimony in episode seven, uh, it's fun to listen, uh, by the way, to the past episodes, knowing what we know now. So check that out. But a couple of days prior to the testimony, Rosenstein's testimony, Trump was worried about it and asked Rosenstein if he was on his team. <laughs> and McGann was in the room when he did it. I don't know when Trump's going to realize McGann is not on his fucking side. <laughs> maybe
0: they were asking about his sexuality? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. When I read that, I was like, wait a second. Maybe
1: this isn't political. His lawyer. That could work. <laughs> you play,
0: you play I'm Trump's lawyer. Trump?
1: <laughs> Do you play for Team Trump? You know what I'm saying? You play? You
4: only sleep with Trump's.
1: <laughs> I love it's it. It's tremendous. My team.
4: He should also learn to stop asking that question to people. You'd think he would have learned. Jesus yeah. Christ, the same mistake fucking again.
1: Yeah, and 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 that being the fact, my take on this personally is that it doesn't likely amount to obstruction of justice by itself, but it certainly supports a pattern of Trump asking for loyalty. And if Trump fires Rosenstein, which seems to be his pattern of asking for loyalty and not Riot. getting it, mm-hmm. uh, then that will also bolster corrupt intent needed to prove obstruction. So... Uh, McGann was in the room. <clears throat> I think McGann is leaking stuff. I mean, I think uh, you know. We learned this past week that John Kelly was calling the Department of Justice in violation of his own policy, mind you, to tell uh, to yell at him about the White House's expectations of the Nunes memo. That is supposed to be McGann's job. Anyone who calls the DOJ from the White House, it's supposed to be White House Counsel, not Kelly. So not the chief of staff. Yeah. Um, but he's not doing that. McGann's not doing that. And you know, I think Priebus is the mole. And remember, I said Bannon is likely cooperating. And we know McGann, Bannon, and Priebus have the same lawyer. Oh. So Trump just keeps saying stupid shit in front of McGann, and I in can't front of the homies <laughs> figure yeah. out like why haven't we all see it, dude?
2: He doesn't um, watch our news though. I think that's what it is.
1: <laughs> right? That's, it's so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's he's got his Fox News and his McDonald's, and he's only listening to his. <laughs> Uh, the people who give him his brief, they won't let he won't read anything, so they have to tell him about it, and they never talk about the mm-hmm. Russian investigation because it upsets him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it looks like they've got Gates too, right?
1: Yeah, snap, yeah, Yeah, Gates is mm-hmm. I think about to flip for sure. Um, and last Wednesday, uh, the transcripts of the HIC meeting uh, where they voted to release the memo were released, and that proved the earlier um, reporting from the Daily or from Axios or the Daily Beast. <clears throat> that he did, in fact, refuse to answer the question. Nunes refused to answer uh, whether or not the White House was involved in drafting the memo. We all know. That it's basically, they were.
2: answering it, yeah, by not answering it.
1: And it, it was hilarious because Donald Trump Jr. put out a tweet yesterday. Um, <laughs>
2: it was, like, <laughs> it was
0: no, just a fart. It was actually just, a, was fart. just a fart. <laughs> <laughs> but basically,
1: the tweet said, uh, talking about the memo, he said it was enough to, to get McCabe fired. I, exactly. And, and I was like... I saw that. He's an idiot. They've oh, been trying to sell that he resigned. So he was fired. <laughs> so he was fired because of the memo <laughs> that the F, that you wouldn't let the FBI see. so Or the DOJ. So that means he was fired by someone outside of the FBI and the Department of Justice that had seen the memo, which is Trump, who hadn't received the memo yet, from the House Intelligence Committee. We need a chart, man. I was going to say, yeah, they need
4: like a live flow chart uh, yeah. for themselves. We're going to need the chick from Homeland. He he knows, is, yeah.
1: Totally. He knows what's in the fucking memo. And they put out, I saw on uh, Matto, she put out, she showed an interview with uh, Chris Hayes and Carter Page last October where he said, you just wait until uh, Paul Ryan releases the FISA application and it'll clear my name. And. We just everyone thought he was just nuts. Cause yeah, he is. Right. Like, what the? But f- he knew
0: exactly what was going to happen. He mm. knew what the
1: memo was last mm-hmm. October, and that was right around the time. If you guys remember, I did the report about Nunez uh, sneaking off. In it, this was around uh, the first week of December that this report came out, and I talked about it on that episode. I think it was uh, eight or six. I don't know. And uh, it was that there was a secret subset of House Intelligence Committee Republicans that were sneaking off site, taking classified documents with them, and meeting to try to discredit the Department of Justice and the FBI. Mm. And that would have been right around the time that Carter Page had that interview, and it would have been right around it would have been been about a year after Carter Page was initially uh, put under surveillance. So that means they all knew and you tell me they weren't working with the white house of course okay so that is just a conspiracy to obstruct justice and I, I'm, I'm sure, like we hear all this and I'm sitting there like, oh my god, this is terrible, oh my god. And, and Mueller's probably like, ha, ha. Right? Who, he's
2: going to write the best book out of this. If he's he like, read. I got
1: this. He's
2: going to have the <laughs> juiciest one.
1: After, maybe after he retires. or yeah. So, yeah, wait, We 10 might 10 have years. to wait until like 30 years to hear Truly <laughs> the
0: best thing for him to do is to just draw this out as long as he can, because <laughs> in their consistent panic, oh, they just yeah. continue to make yes absurd decisions mm-hmm. they're just getting so flustered that it's like i mean why continue we might as well just scare the shit out of you yeah. till you just what admit it somebody's just it's, gonna yeah exactly. rant on television like okay
1: i did it but it's my <laughs> right to do it I'm Like, All right, like well, legally blind yeah and don't truly. you know you don't watch perm solution now within the first 24 it's, hours exactly what
0: Looks like is happening. I mean, I wish it would. Right. Yeah. They do.
4: They just, just keep so incriminating silly. themselves. Yeah. And, and by tweet, like tweet by fucking tweet check, too. Yeah. check. Like Carter yeah. Page, you just wait.
0: You
2: just wait. They're going to exonerate me. Paul
0: Ryan told
2: me. I mean, I think he will. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect Carter Page impression. <laughs> so, he, so, he
1: is He's kind of a So liney. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So, also on Wednesday, Flynn's sentencing hearing was postponed. Uh um and last week, they postponed Papadopoulos, and you guys, we talked about such that last name. week.
4: Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Papadopoulos. We had such Yes. Papadopoulos.
1: Yeah, Papadopoulos. So now, uh, we're looking around the end of April, early May, for those hearings right. to, to take place. May 14th is the big Manafort trial. It was Ooh. the Manafort and Gates trial, Now I think it's just the Manafort oh. trial. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we should have your sexy, sexy justice calendars ready to go by then. Just so. in time. Just in time for that. So, Thursday. Now, I started seeing Twitter rumors flying around late Wednesday, around 11 p.m., that FBI and the intelligence agencies are pretty pissed off, (laughs) that no one's taking their view on the Nunes memo seriously, uh, (laughs) and and I felt like they would start dropping leaks. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Well, not to disappoint, Thursday morning, the Wall Street Journal reported that the FBI has released documents pertaining to Carter Page having been under FISA surveillance since 2013. Uh, Completely tearing down the Nunez memo theory that Pfizer warrants were based on the dossier. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, would be totally okay if if they were. At this point,
2: yeah, definitely.
1: Because Because nothing in that memo says that anything in the dossier is incorrect or false. It just says it was gathered by a a guy who doesn't like Trump. (laughs) 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 Where are you going to find a guy who likes Trump? Exactly. Uh, Also on Thursday... Uh, Pelosi wrote a letter to Speaker Ryan calling for the removal of Chairman Nunes. Uh, A copy of that letter will be included in in this week's newsletter if you want to check that out. Uh, CNN reported Thursday multiple sources at the White House say Trump sees the Nunes memo as a tool to discredit the Russia investigation. He said those words with his mouth. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Probably with McGann in the room, and that's why we know about (laughs) (laughs) him. The White House also approved the release of the Nunes memo uh, that day. Uh, We quickly learned from top White House aides that House Trump is worried that uh, Ray will quit over the memo release, mm-hmm. which he did not, uh, which I'm glad about. I think I want him to stay. We need him. Yeah. Stay there. Um, he seems to be doing like things that I want him to do, so mm-hmm. stay there. Oh, you're yeah. Anna. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's just my face. Yeah. <laughs> She's intrigued. You got to pull it On the edge of her
1: seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Mouthigate> with anticipation. <laughs> Uh, uh, the president of the FBI Agents Association released the following statement Wednesday: uh, "Quote: The FBI Agents Association appreciates the FBI Director Chris Ray standing shoulder to shoulder with the men and women of the FBI as we work together to protect our country from criminal and national security threats. As Director Ray noted, FBI Special Agents have remained steadfast in their dedication to professionalism, and we remain focused on our important work to protect the country from terrorists and criminals." both domestic and international. Mm -hmm. Special agents take a solemn oath to our country and to the Constitution, and the American public continues to be well served by the world's preeminent law enforcement agency. So, classy. That was a nice statement.
4: Sorry, who is that from? That's the like B- union
1: leader for the FBI. It's FBI right. a hot note.
4: It's <laughs> <Hot laughs> <That's> a sexy <laughs> note.
0: Okay. The word memo's dead, so. True. Hot <laughs> note? I
1: like it. It's a hot note. <laughs> hot notes coming soon. Uh, and then we also found out Thursday that Gates' attorneys, his original attorneys, withdrew from the case. And the reasons were sealed. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the reasons being sealed, the only reason you would seal that information is because you don't want Trump to know Gates is flipping. So, yeah. that's, I'm pretty sure, that's my thought, that's a feeling.
4: Yeah, that would make sense.
1: But he's he's flipping, you yeah. guys.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the they make it, it harder one. and harder every day to stick behind them, so I imagine this will just keep happening. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, over and over it's, and
1: over. The rats are, they're, they're rats, but they're not dumb.
4: You guys see Those the shields start right? to look
0: better and better, mm-hmm. you know? Ooh. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. <laughs> Mueller's probably a much nicer guy to work with, anyway, than Trump. So, like, <laughs> I would rather, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, uh, uh, Axios reported Thursday night the White House was worried the memo is a dud, which <laughs> 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 I think is so fantastic because they've been working on it for a year. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you think about it, the the month that they started uh, surveying Carter Page is the month that uh, tr- uh, Trump tweeted, "I'm being wiretapped." Right. by the Obama administration since last October. And that October is when the FISA warrant started on Page. So he equated that with wiretapping Trump Tower. What
2: an idiot.
1: After Carter Page already left his...
2: I see where he was coming from, but... He, does he not, like, ask anyone, like, like for information? <laughs> does he have yeah, check with one person that just... To say, hey, is he wiretapping me? Because nobody would say yes. No. Like, it just seems like... But
1: he... His campaign was sort of being wiretapped because a guy who used to work on the campaign was being
2: He could like have surveilled? just held his cards like, closer to his... Tr- I mean, it's Trump we're talking about. But. <laughs> I want
1: to play poker so, with Trump. Oh
2: my God, yes.
1: dude, to Take I would all his money. Not poker. <laughs> How, How many hands
2: poker? do you think before he just
0: goes all in? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he goes all in, like <laughs> first, I'm first in. hand. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: all in. <laughs> you got you got nothing,
0: nothing to needed. lose.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's a river? I don't know. It's, it's okay.
0: So it doesn't matter if I lose. I have all the money in the world.
1: He <laughs> totally doesn't.
0: I don't need it. It's embarrassing to take your money. <laughs> I have the worst Trump impression, by the way. I'm aware it of like it, Carter but Page. yeah, it's not <laughs> very good. I haven't spent any time working on
1: that. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny.
4: Your Trump it's okay. sounds it's a It's hacked to have paid. a good Trump impression. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. <laughs> Daily it works.
1: The Daily Beast reported that Hannity has been advising Trump on the Nunes memo, and I don't mean he's Amazing. I don't of mean course. he's watching Fox News. I mean, he's on the phone with Sean Hannity. <laughs> he, he has had phone calls with Hannity to advise him on the memo.
2: And good for Hannity. This is probably his dream. But <laughs> come on, Trump.
1: <laughs> well, I sometimes wonder like, that's a job. Cable news is a job and you make money at it. Do they really believe what they're saying or is it just their job and their actors? Probably half I, the time. I, I, I'm always like,
2: Madal really, you can tell she's excited over nothing. Like half the time, like she's she loves what she does. Well,
1: some it, people, it's different when you're reporting the truth.
0: It's interesting because I think so, watching some of these people, like Alex Jones and and Hannity, they are so angry <laughs> that they don't. Care, I think. <laughs> I think they really don't care. They hate liberals so much because mm-hmm. of some other childhood root laid. thing. It has oh, nothing yeah. to do mm-hmm. with politics. Get but laid they, way more than they I do. just channel that anger straight into like topical just, politics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I mean, it's like the the Hannity clip where what was it from like last week where he was saying. Yeah, there's no way that something's true. Okay, okay. It turns out Fox News just confirmed it, but it doesn't matter. That's the president's right. Like, Here's a I can't remember chase. what it was, yeah. like, but it was about Trump, and he was like, "There's no way that's not true." Mm-hmm. And, then and, and then he finds out, and then he goes, backup. "Fox News just confirmed it," and he's like, <laughs> "Okay, well, whatever. It's it it right was, to do that."
1: It was the report that that uh, Trump. Tried to fire Mueller. There we go. That's uh, what it was. And he's like, he never was. did that. That was such stupid. Okay, we are uh, now confirming he did that. Here's a car chase. That sounds about right I'm Rachel. amazed they
4: even said that. My entity sounds they like even my The only that. reason they
0: did is because the because Fox News as an entity mm-hmm. had confirmed and he was like, oh, yeah. great. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's blind hatred. I think
4: you're right about <laughs> it's that.
0: Really it is, it's really convenient when you're on a news yeah.
4: network. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that <It doesn't matter. laughs>
0: They were this angry and crazy about, like, football games in middle mm-hmm. school. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, these are just... It's baseless. It hits home mm-hmm. for them.
1: Yeah. About girls who wouldn't sleep with them. Mm hmm. Then they get mad. Yeah, that's them. They drive Mitsubishi eclipses, all of them.
0: <laughs> very, very <laughs> drunk all the time. Yes,
1: yes. Um, let's see, <clears throat> Kushner's legal team, uh, appointed a PR firm.
4: <laughs> it's late it's time. It's yeah, a late there. move. He's oh, well.
1: <laughs> It's about to be so fucked. <laughs> it was like, you, you imagine getting that case just <laughs> like,
4: all right, let's get started.
0: <laughs>
1: Should I get some new khakis? <laughs> <or maybe? laughs> do I need a haircut? <laughs> what, what can yeah. I do? <laughs> really push the Jewish thing. Push the Jewish thing. Well, there you go. Uh, the White House uh, has set up a trust fund for legal fees for those involved in the Mueller investigation. Oh uh, that was an in- interesting sleuthing by, <laughs> by the Matto show. Uh, wow. They found this little trust fund uh, thing, and it's that's where they're putting the money for wow. their legal fees. They've spent, I think the White House, I think I read this, I could be wrong, I may be correcting this next week, but $25 million so far in legal fees? And oh where,
0: where is this money coming from? Where right. do you think? From
1: the campaign fundraising? From the wall profits? No, it's coming from tax. It's coming from oh, yeah. taxpayers. Oh, um, that, that's depressing. Because they set aside. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think it, it might be coming from campaign donations. I'll have to look that up. I hope. Yeah, so. I'm curious. Really? It would
4: make more sense. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. Now I know we pay the the, the McGann. Yeah. Uh, Even. But-
4: Mm. Does it cost, for any of the other legal proceedings that are happening in Congress, does any of that ever cost any...
1: My thoughts are these are private attorneys and they have to pay for them by themselves. Okay. Um, and, and and they would probably be putting money into that trust fund from campaign donations. Yeah, campaign yeah. Finance. That's
2: a lot of money to have raised from a campaign a year ago. They, make it, they, the they, never, stopped,
0: they never stopped...
2: What? what? They never closed the account. No, <laughs> no because they
0: they uh, opened the. They officially declared their candidacy like for uh, two days after. Mm. Oh, two days after, after the inauguration. the inauguration, so they could continue to fundraise. Trump's, and no one had ever Trump's done. Trump's been running wow. for president
1: since the first day he was president. Truly, and so they
0: <gasps> that like I sign up for like I get the Trump emails. Yeah. I mean, it's every constantly. day. constantly well, constantly
1: constant. can uh, go to Mar-a-Lago and have the tax money you pay for it. And that's it's why he's doing rallies. Or oh, not this. the tax money but the campaign donations pay for that stuff because he's campaigning right that's now. That's insane. And How that's do why he calls that? his when he go tours around and talks to people yeah. that's why he called their campaign rallies. So he actually can spend all the all the campaign donation money. The Koch brothers are gonna donate twenty million. Right now I the Republicans that. have sixty nine million dollars in their coffers <laughs> and we have I'm about so $7 right million now <laughs> Really? Yeah, we're being outraised. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> but it's from like three dudes. Yeah, yeah. And because raised they got their tax breaks. Hopefully money
2: isn't everything right well
1: once the I think once the election starts getting close and we get the you know the, the, that kind of Bernie grassroots donations going yeah or whoever the this time goes. around so, like, can someone especially... text like
0: Mark Zuckerberg or like Bill <laughs> yes. Gates yes. or something come
4: through seriously I mean Oprah. I know
0: the Gateses are handling Warren NPR Buffett. and stuff yeah we Buffett don't they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we need someone
4: don't day do our Buffett. own Batman a Honestly, political Batman. Batman
1: yes <laughs> political Batman
4: where's our Bruce Wayne
1: there you go <laughs> Uh, Friday uh, Friday is when the Nunes memo came out. Jordan will be going over that memo. Yes. And he'll put out an article reporting that lawyers close to the Mueller investigation believe he could indict Trump for obstruction of justice. That's been our position since the beginning. Uh, and I really hope that that's what goes down. So yeah. uh, we'll be right back in a few minutes uh, with Jaleesa and Jordan to talk about Russia sanctions and the Nunes memo. Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. That'll give you a chance to win a PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also on Instagram (laughs) at Muller She Wrote, and you can now subscribe to us and help make Muller She Wrote by visiting MullerSheWrote.com. Subscribers get access to bonus content, our weekly newsletter. I'm going to be putting out my show notes for you guys to all have, so thank you so much for listening.
2: Broads don't belong in broadcasting? Is that the kind of professional courtesy you teach your news
5: department?
3: Why, that's just terrible. I don't know how many times I've told those boys, never call chicks broads.
5: Why, you Oh! Sweetheart, you and I have had this discussion a million times. There's never been a woman anchor. Mr.
1: Harkin, this city needs its news. Oh! And you're gonna deprive them of that because I have breasts? Exquisite breasts? Now, I am gonna go on and if you wanna try and stop me, bring it on, because I am good at three things. Fighting, screwing, and reading the news. Now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one gonna be, huh? Okay, we're back, Julissa. We had a tweet from uh, Samira LV, or I think I'm pronouncing that right, at Samira LV on Twitter, asking us why people weren't screaming about the sanctions. And I agree, so I wanted to dedicate an entire segment to it. So tell us a little bit about the Russia sanctions that were supposed to be implemented last October and again this week that weren't.
2: Definitely, definitely. Okay, good question. We should be screaming for sure. Uh, Sanctions are a big deal right now because this is the second time that the Trump administration has basically said, we don't care what Congress wants to do. We don't care what the people want. We're going to hold up our end of the bargain with Putin. So they basically have, I think the act was called the Countering America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act. And this law was pretty much meant to impose any new necessary sanctions against Russia. Um, I think this was back in October. And uh, it's just been ignored by the State Department. And they even said this past uh, Thursday when their deadline came on Monday, the reason they didn't do anything is because they said that there's no exact deadline that this is apparently the start of the law so there's they basically said there's no reason to impose sanctions because there's no time they're crunch. basically
1: fucking lying to they're not just yeah is what they're, they're doing. stalling
2: and it's, it's crazy because like this is when it really boils down to the trump administration or one of the many ways that they clearly obstruct justice but also it's it's like the checks and balances that you know like the foundation of america this is so fundamental they're basically saying we're not going to do what Congress said we're supposed to do because we want to help our friends. It's crazy. It's, it's like this is one of those things where it's so clear that it's split with trump and putin versus the world <laughs> like i don't know why this it was voted like 500 to seven
1: 517 to five yeah for
2: this lot of pass and he's just like no nope. those are close that's a close vote <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know what's so funny if they eked it out it's just barely it's crazy so and again, trump you guys remember trump was pissed that he had to sign that yeah the law mm-hmm. god damn it they were gonna release the P tapes if i do this and uh, he so he didn't say that, but that's there's
2: how just it's no pictured. good re, there's no good reason besides him helping his friends out uh, and his friends being a foreign enemy, <laughs> it's
1: like yeah,
2: just not not someone on our side. And so, and
1: now Shannon's telling us about Russian oil yeah. tankers showing up in Boston. So this is and the and creepy part. Yeah, yeah,
2: the Washington Post just does
0: a better job explaining it than I do. Oh, just absolutely. For the record. Yeah, no worries. So
1: basically, there's a new
2: uh, tanker carrying liquefied natural gas from Russia's Arctic. And uh, it just arrived in Boston a few days ago. So this is, I think, their way of getting around the new sanctions. And
0: It's hair product for Trump. Yeah, of it's course. It's entirely <laughs> Russian gas, though. It's, it, there's, oh, that's but right. It's, but it's a certain percentage of it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that have, hasn't happened in quite some time.
1: You'd have yeah. to have no sanctions exactly. to be able to get those in mm-hmm. there. Which... Feels like a
0: nice test run.
4: So yeah. we have
1: three Russian spies visiting in the last two weeks. We have two Russian boats with some Russian gas on it, or two tankers with Russian gas on it. Mm-hmm. And we've got no sanctions imposed. And we're all supposed to sit here and believe that there was no collusion that, whatsoever. Uh, that he didn't not lift sanctions because he was promised something, mm-hmm. uh, whether it was dirt on Hillary or an entire election, or maybe just not to release pee Tapes. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Mueller will, tell, something. Mueller will tell us exactly.
2: But. It's just so it's scary every week we just, <laughs> we see him getting closer and closer to just fulfilling his promise, really, to Putin, and and we can't do anything about it so far.
1: Yeah, and this whole war with the FBI, um, Putin loves it. I'm sure. Oh, of course, because uh, he's not a Republican. He's just he's just Putin. He doesn't
2: care who wins or loses here. He just wants us all. I think to just like go under. He
0: loves the idea of our intelligence community being compromised yeah. and people starting of to question it. It means like they could say anything about Russia, and it would mm-hmm. be like, lol, your people don't even right. They're you. crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't
2: listen to American news outlets. So yeah, it's just fulfilling that um, promise to him, and uh, it's creepy.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Julie. So I appreciate that. Of course. And, um, yeah, we're definitely going to look into that super tanker situation. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, it's really <clears throat> also, weird. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole reason I, I, I want to see just if anyone can look into the fact that any or any nuclear reactors going up anywhere in Saudi Arabia because oh. that was one of the whole reasons to yeah. lift sanctions mm-hmm. or to not impose sanctions in the first place. What's going on with that? Now, we do already currently have some sanctions in place. These are tougher ones from my right. understanding. So maybe there's just some that he would have to get rid of those sanctions. Well, they're
2: getting around it too. With this liquefied uh, cargo, they're turning it back into a gas form after it arrives to kind of get you know when um, when prohibition was a thing and they had to like break down the ingredients of alcohol and then put it back together. It seems like they're doing that with this oil. Like they're kind of just getting around the sanctions by breaking it down. Yeah, and well, it,
1: but then you wouldn't have to withhold sanctions. Right, um, right. So there, maybe maybe the new sanctions wouldn't even allow the broken down materials. I don't know. I'd have to look into it. Hopefully,
2: yeah. They just got to stop them somehow. This is it's crazy. It just seems like some kind of weird precedent to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Because, see,
1: we've been doing
0: this, though. It's not a big change. I mean, mm-hmm. we've been actually, we've been having Russian oil for years. Yeah. Two days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right, thanks so much, Jalisa. I appreciate that. Definitely. Uh, Jordan, time to get into No Tilda Nunez. Make
4: yes. Sure, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh sorry. No,
1: that's it. Oh, I, I all right. was just reading my own personal... Ah, <laughs> <comments>. uh, yes. <yeah.
4: laughs> or porno um, notes that we aren't involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Devin Nunes, this very, very popular memo right now everyone's been talking about was released on Friday, like AG said, and uh, it's supposed to represent evidence of bias on the part of the FBI and others investigating the president in specific uh, relation to the FISA warrant and how it was obtained more specifically saying that it was because of the dossier that everything was kicked off essentially. And the backlash to this is crazy. It's coming from all sides. There's people in law enforcement, politicians, citizenry, just everybody. There are so many people that are super against this being released. Um, I'll just go over a couple of those now that I think were really profound. So on Friday, uh, there was an op-ed written by FBI former FBI Special Agent Josh Campbell. He published an op-ed on the New York Times detailing his resignation from the FBI. And I'm going to read one of his quotes because I think it is really powerful. He says, uh, He's quitting the FBI so he can join the growing chorus of people who believe that the relentless attacks on the Bureau undermine not just America's premier law enforcement agency, but also the nation's security. My resignation is painful, but the alternative of remaining quiet while the bureau is tarnished for political gain is impossible. Mm. So, that's an FBI agent uh, that is literally turning away. Just can't. He just can't. <laughs> he just literally can't. He literally <laughs> can't, can't. Can't
1: even. Uh, uh, Comey tweeted that
4: out. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Um, and, Saying uh, he'd be. Yeah, he's going to be missed. He's really. Yeah. Oh, man. Me. A great guy. So Comey, that's
1: Comey's been. Pretty active on Twitter lately. Oh yeah. His tweets have been
4: fire. Yeah. Hot fire. You see his hot sexy hot hot links. Hot (laughs) tweets. Hot
2: notes. Hot hot tweets. I like that hashtag hot notes.
4: (laughs) And then uh Congressman Gerald Nadler, Nadler, have we gotten a consensus on how you say that? I like last Nadler. Time? Yeah, Nadler that sounds fine. He's a head Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee. Um, so he responds to the memo in an NPR interview this week and says that. Oh, and that's
1: the he's the head Democrat on the House Judiciary, not the House Intelligence Committee. Okay, that's Adam Schiff is the head Democrat. That the House Intelligence. No, you got it. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I just wanted to differentiate no. the, the HIC and the HJC. Yes. Uh, the HIC, the Intelligence Committee, is, is where Nunes is from. Okay. Uh, Nunez is the majority leader. Schiff is the minority leader. Now we're at the, in the judiciary, uh, House Judiciary Committee, and and Nadler is the uh, the top Democrat there. So I just kind of wanted to mm-hmm. give a little background on that.
4: Yes. Um. So Nadler comes out in this interview. It's just q and A Q&A format. Uh, he says that the memo. Is essentially going against itself in multiple ways. One of the ways is that the memo uh, admits that the investigation had started several months before the dossier because of other info. So we've been talking about this a lot on our past episodes. So that negates them saying that this all was kicked off, or at least trying to give the image that it was all kicked off because of this dossier that they're saying was politically motivated in terms of... Their gathering of information, which also doesn't matter still, That's <laughs> so, no, not true because it I mean, oh, yeah exactly yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly starts with the RNC, then goes over oh, to the DM God. and mm-hmm. DNC. But okay, and then also uh, <laughs> he says that the memo admits that the warrant was renewed three different times after <laughs> after it was.
1: Which uh, has to be signed off by four people, all of whom were appointed by Trump or Bush. Yes, and they have to be, it's every ninety days, right? Every ninety days.
4: And the only way that they'll ever extend those is if the warrant, the previous warrant, was showing more and more evidence that Page is was acting as a foreign agent.
1: You have mm. to you have to add evidence each That's, time you renew. He's got to
4: be the worst
0: foreign agent <laughs> like yeah. of all time. <laughs> he knows every it.
1: report says he's, he's 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 like ambitious and stupid. Did, did you see
0: Pete Brahara quote tweet? Someone <clears throat> yesterday saying that apparently Carter Page had been bragging since 2013 that he was an advisor Yay. to the Kremlin. Oh my god! And Time... Peter Hart to quote tweeted, "LOL, okay," <laughs> 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 which just like killed I love me. Pre-no.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, a, a Time Time Magazine found a letter. That he had written, I think, to as a as an LOI for some job or something, and he's totally bragging about being a scrum. Probably on
4: LinkedIn.
0: So, <laughs> dude. LOL and Papadopoulos,
4: okay. LOL. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: Papadop did the same thing, right? Oh yeah. Bragging he was, He had those emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bragging. that He had set up the meeting. It's just all these
1: drunk talking in a pub in London next all to of, the Australian yes. guy. Who, yeah, Alexander Downer, who by the way looks like Michael Caine and Goldmember. It's it's it's, it's adorable. <laughs> I'm gonna put him in the Sexy Justice calendar because he <laughs> helped turn in Pap. Start. Michael, <laughs> Coyne. Coyne. <laughs> Coyne Michael Uh Because he's yeah, honestly, Alexander Downer started the whole FBI investigation. So thank you. That's the Aussie.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we love you. Dingo, nice. Dingo stole my baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So just a couple more things. Uh, he also says that uh, he fears that this memo is going to be used as a precursor to firing Deputy AG Rosenstein. Um, the, the White House of course is saying that that is not at all what's coming he's not going to be fired but he, they also said that Mueller was never you know going to be intimidated to leave his job and that's coming out that he uh, that's all Trump wanted to do and then his counsel advised him not to and he amazingly listened to them but there's uh it's predictable I think that Rosenstein is next that's just my opinion yeah. that's not the fact next at target all. for sure
1: it just occurred to me that people might think I'm call myself A.G. because I'm an attorney general. Oh
4: Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm not telling. (laughs) Don't don't correct him. No, I'm pretty sure everybody knows who the fuck I (laughs) am. Really, if you don't, like it really takes like two seconds to figure it out.
4: (laughs) And then uh, the the last thing I think might be the sabotage for the week. Did you find that out, A.G.? I don't Mm want to, I don't want to step on it. Mm -mm. The thing that was released today about the Republicans. The dissenting Republicans. The suspense is killing me.
1: No, you know what? We just will we'll we'll do sabotage right now.
4: Oh, sounds good. It's part
1: of your report. It's sabotage.
4: sabotage. <laughs> All right. So, so this <laughs> so this week's sabotage today. It came out that four Republican members of the House Intelligence Committee dissented from Trump's view. That corruption has poisoned Mueller's investigation into Russian mm-hmm. interference in the 2016 election. So they're coming out publicly. There's four of them that have come together. They have a unified voice on this. And uh, one of them is Trey Gowdy. Weird. Mm hmm. Uh, who helped draft the memo and said that Trump should not fire Rosenstein and rejected the idea that the document has any bearing on the investigation itself. Nice. And then Representative Chris Stewart, who's also on the committee, Republican, says that it would be a mistake for anyone to suggest Mueller not continue his investigation. So I
1: thought Trey Gowdy didn't have anything to do with this memo. And the reason I thought that was because he wasn't part of Nunes' little secret society of, of HIC Republicans that were sneaking off. Um, he wasn't part of that. And so I'm wondering, but he says on, in a video, in an interview, um, that uh, somebody shared with me on Twitter because they were correcting me, they're like, no, he did. He says, you know, I helped, I had a giant hand in help crafting this memo. But I'm wondering if he's not being made to say that. Like, like Trump and Nunes put it together, and, and they are strong-arming the Republicans in the House to say that they all had input on it. What if oh. he's the one
0: who's been dragging it back? Like, yeah. walking it back. What What if he's the voice of reason? That would be mm-hmm.
4: nice. It would be
1: weird to have the Benghazi guy be the voice of reason.
0: Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> yeah. if he's, like, go, I mean, it's been, what, three days since yeah. the memo came out? Yeah. And now yeah. he's, like, actually, I want to take... It just point. seems... It mm-hmm. just...
1: I mean, something is... I mean Strange. I know it's he well, there's video of him saying he helped craft this memo but right. I still think that he's not he doesn't want to have any I think he's one of the strong-armed ones. I'm going to read through that yeah. Monday meeting where they voted on it and see how uh, it's hard to tell yeah, from the transcript right yeah. but I want to see kind of what he was saying because I I feel like
0: C-span give us give us the give us the video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like release the, the video it's
4: like, it's like no one's my, ever had beef with c span. <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's yeah, like
1: my porn it's B- like, oh yeah I'm watching the c span. I remember I was watching c span one time and the lady came out they, they announce it like golf Like there's a lady who talks really quiet for the purpose of the television and she goes and now bringing forth legislation are senators cocks and dicks and I just <laughs> lost my shit I was like yeah that's amazing
2: it's like Comedy Central right there.
1: Well.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really all I got. I think it's a very good sign that there's GOPers that are on the actual House Intelligence Committee that are, I mean, flipping might be a little yeah. bit too much of a word. I think but they're just
1: trying to protect Rosenstein they're, and, yeah, and the Mueller investigation. They're not
4: perpetuating this plan to undermine all of our intelligence agencies in America. And right. So that's a plus.
1: It's nice that there are people who, like, really can't. They just don't feel right about taking part in in discrediting this organization that's really an incredible organization and that has mostly, usually, just lean conservative. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never thought I'd be sitting here like, protect the FBI, I love those and guys. I and mean, are <laughs>
0: truly, typically, very conservative people. Extremely. Mm-hmm. You
1: have to be it's a, like a super-strained- Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, to work for the FBI, it's hard to get a job with the FBI. They don't have a lot of liberals in the FBI because, a lot of us probably smoked weed in high school, and you can't have ever done that in
2: your whole uh-huh. life. It's- Comey's never got high.
1: We should
4: get him high. <laughs> I bet Did he's just that, ch- fucking smoking all day. He's just, day. like yeah. chilling. Yeah. He's like, chillin'.
1: <laughs> it's legal <late laughs> here, buddy. <Come laughs> in, buddy. Uh, so that's cool. That covers sabotage. And I also wanted to bring up an interesting note. Uh, Judge Contreras, do you guys remember this? I talked about him in episode six. Go have a listen. He's presiding over Flynn's... He was presiding over Flynn's case, and he recused himself. There was a little... Mentioned in the news about it, and I thought that the Republicans were going to grab onto this with you know both horns and be like, he recused himself; it's all a farce. But they didn't really go anywhere with it. But Contreras, uh, I talked to a lawyer friend of mine, Jordan Parker, about like why would Contreras recuse himself? Like, what are some reasons to recuse yourself from the Flynn case? And he looked into it, and it turns out that he is an old FISA court judge. He might have been somebody that signed off on one of these Carter Page FISA's, and oh, now cannot um, be part of this case because of it. That
2: makes sense, yeah.
1: So I thought that was just an interesting side note. It really doesn't, I don't know, affect anything in your way, but yeah. I thought that was neat. So, all right, you guys, it's time for the Fantasy Indictment League, and this is a very special. Fantasy Indictment League today, because I'd like to play a recording of a phone call uh, Jordan and I had with Chris Vega. He's a veteran. Uh, he's he's flipped from Republican to Democrat in the wake of the Mueller investigation. Uh, and and here's the, here's a recording of the chat that we had. Hello? Hey, is this Chris? Yes, it is. Hey, Chris, it's Allison and Jordan from Mueller She Wrote. How are you doing? Hey,
3: guys. I'm doing great.
1: Excellent. Hey, we wanted to give you a call today, uh, because I ran across your Twitter account, and um, and because, you know, we're pretty new on Twitter, and I saw some pretty amazing things in your profile. You know, you're a husband, you're a, uh, a father, and you're a bull rider. But I also noticed that you're a veteran who has kind of, not kind of, but actually defected from the Republican Party over to uh, the Democratic Party and into the Trump resistance uh, camp. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Can you, first of all, just tell me a little bit about yourself?
3: Um, okay self-made man. I'm born and raised in Kerrville, Texas. Uh, I joined the military in 2003, served for 10 years. Uh, I did four combat deployments, two two in Iraq, two in Afghanistan. Um, I was a bomb technician. Um, After that, I I got out in 2011, and, you know, nothing was there for me. I was a lost puppy out in the world. Um, Like I I used to tell a lot of people that the military trains you for war, but... When when it comes to post war and trying to get out, you know, and pursue other options, they don't train you for that. And when they just throw you out in the civilian world, you live in your own world amongst this world. So I was a lost puppy, so I had to find something that that caught my interest. And that's when I got dared to ride a bull, and I fell in love with it. And a year later, I turned professional, and I started
1: touring with the PBR. That is so awesome. You're, pro- so great. you're professional You, you are a professional yes. bull rider. That is amazing. And I totally am with you on that because when I got out, I, I, you know, they don't, they they train you, but like you said, they don't train you on how to transition back into civilian life, and you lose that tribal connection. And so we're, you know, I'm just kind of walking around. I decided to do yoga to relax, and, and here you are riding bulls. Yes. I think that's fantastic. Now yes. I wanted to ask you. Um, you defected from the Republican Party over to the Democrats. Tell me how that happened. Like why that happened.
3: I was actually tired of defending uh, Donald Trump. I defended him after he won for a good nine months. Um, but oh, it was so this is off.
1: recent. This is recently that you that you changed sides.
3: Yes, it was it was very recent, and um, I defended him from every lie that he's told from every fake news argument that he's told and um, there's really no point in wasting my energy and wasting my time when I fought for this country I didn't waste my time doing that so why would I waste my time doing this and then I finally decided to go independent and um, I did do a lot of political soul searching and that's when I found that the democrats they really they're really not that bad of a deal man they they want everything that the right wingers want but they use their heads when doing it and and that's what i like about the democrats it's it's all about unity and family and let's let's see what the next guy has to say before we make our decision that's what i like about the democrats
1: now did you vote for trump i know you say you supported him for yeah, the first nine months but did I, you vote
3: for the guy i was not a donald trump supporter i was actually in favor of donald trump when he said i want to run for president i was like heck yeah i love this and then he opened his mouth and then i said no (laughs) no i said you don't do that so i was a very i i was very into jeb bush i was a campaign volunteer i was a door knocker i was a donor i did everything i could to help jeb get closer to be on the ticket but he obviously we all know how he panned out and um so yeah, I
1: can't it, believe he did so poorly I, I was you know I'm, I'm a democrat from 1992 yeah. at least but and uh, this time I was a Bernie Sanders supporter because he just wanted to get money out of politics yeah. but when I was watching the Republican dais I, I was I felt I was like Jeb Bush is a reasonable he's the smart yeah. Bush he's the smart Bush and uh, and I also liked Kasich. Um, yeah, Kasich he, was a good guy too. He was a little more reasonable. I still disagreed with a lot of their base theories and, and stuff like that. Just based on you know, I'm yeah. I'm more of a, a democratic socialist and they're Republicans for smaller government. But we can't. We don't even with Trump. We can't even have those reasonable debates. It's oh no. It's not about <laughs> small government and big government. It's about stop. You know, t- yeah. dog whistling Nazis and get your finger off the nuclear button. <laughs> you know, it's exactly. It's a little different. Well, Jordan has a question for you.
4: Yeah. Uh, okay. First off, Chris, just wanted to say thank you so much for your service. Amazing. We are like, so thankful for you to be on this podcast right now. Uh, we've been looking forward to it for a long time. So thank you. Um, oh, you And so I wanted to know, as a veteran, what does the resistance to Donald Trump and this administration mean to you?
3: As a veteran, you know I took a step back before I joined, before I even decided to to be full on resistance because I, 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 I thought it was kind of silly that somebody would say I resist so and so, and this is why I resist, and they pumped their fist in the air, and I'm like, that is the silliest most thing. How come they can't just say, hey, I don't like the guy, but why do they have to start a whole movement? But then, but then when you think about it, it's they're starting their own movement against basically everyone else. It's so it's like when you start with the resistance started. It's a huge F-you to Donald Trump because he does not care about anything,
1: particularly the Constitution. It's exactly and, and to me as a veteran, that's where the like the buck stops. Is like if you exactly. you shit on the Constitution, we got problems.
3: He he spits this. This image that I care about you, America first, veterans, this and that, but you don't see it. You don't see the transparency ever, and if the first thing in being a leader, you got to take responsibility for things, and that ass is not taking responsibility for one damn thing, and I cannot stand it. So I full-on said, I'm going to resist this clown, and I joined the resistance, and I even got emails donating to the resistance, and I... You know, full on. If you read my tweets, I'm very savage. I'm savage when, you're it, comes pretty, to, you're when savage. it comes to you savage to Donald. Yeah. Uh, I got blocked by Eric Trump, Sean Hannity so far. I, I mean, I wow. I take pride in that because they actually <sighs> they hear they hear my voice, and that's that's what I like. You know, when when Donald Trump said about the resistance in his speech about a month ago, that that means something. That means he knows we're here. You know,
1: yeah, definitely
3: they, he knows we're out here.
1: Well, we're certainly glad uh, you're on our side. Yeah, your
4: voice is so powerful, in that, and Ag's too, right? Because you served our country. You did everything that an upstanding citizen, strong, responsible person should do, and then you have to be represented by this piece of shit. And, exactly. Well, yeah, and
1: and and as veterans, accountability is a big deal for us. And and if you exactly. know, just like Chris was saying, if you can't step forward and be accountable for your actions, it's you are not that awesome. And. Uh, you're actually just a piece of shit. But uh, and now I I know that you're thinking you've kind of got your eye on running for Congress, uh, maybe in 2020, which I which I think is fantastic. And we we support we want to start supporting here um, at uh, Mueller. She wrote uh, supporting veterans that are running for Congress because we we want to flip it blue in 2018 and then be, uh-huh. and then beyond. So we're actually going to start taking some of our subscriber dollars and donating them to. To different veterans who are running, and, and I think our first, the first guy we want to support is somebody who I campaign for. His name's Doug Applegate here in the 49th uh, uh-huh. in California, and he, he he was going to be running against ISA, but he it sounds like he's retiring along with 35 other Republicans from the House, so... Uh-huh. We would ho- we hope to flip that uh, district blue, so we'll we'll send a couple of shekels their way. But if you make a run for it, man, I, I want to know about it. We want to have you back on.
3: Oh yeah, I mean it's it's been in talks. It's been you know people message me. I just today I got a few tweets, Mr. Vega. You need a you need a run for for office. You know we got your back. And I just get so much love out there that I never thought that a few tweets would get. And uh, you know for. For somebody who had no followers to uh, to to get over 10,000 plus, it's like, it's like a skyrocket, and people know your name, and they know what you're about, and you know me, I'm about the American people. I fought for the American people. I love the American dream. I've lived freedom. I breathe freedom. I sweated freedom, and I've seen what freedom's all about, and I think I understand what the word America is, and right now, we are not living it under the GOP party, I'll tell you that.
1: Well, we support you for sure, and and we want to ask you now about your picks for the fantasy indictment league.
3: <laughs> well, all right. Well, to be indicted, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Kushner. Yeah. The reason why I think it's gonna be Kushner is because he's not gonna take a plea deal against his family. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. Um. So Kush, Kush gonna get indicted. <laughs> I think. I think Carter Page is gonna take a plea deal. Yeah, um, and the mole is going to be Kelly. He's the mole, John Kelly. Yeah,
1: interesting.
5: That's it. Oh, I haven't I heard think, that yet.
3: He's a you know, if you think about it, you know, he, military man. He, in the back of his mind, he he's a smart man. He's doing what the boss tells him, but in the back of his mind, he he's like, he's probably making his own damn memos. You know what I mean? He understands he's the probably, art of war.
1: Exactly. Yeah, like him and he's, him, him and Mad Dog. I'm,
3: I wouldn't put it past him that he does what his commander-in-chief says, but then he's going to go back and say, Mr. Trump told me to do this. I think it's bullshit, but I'm going to do it because he's my
1: commander-in-chief. That's kind (laughs) of like what Comey did. Comey's like, "Uh, you know what? Okay, sir, and now I'm going to go, and I'm going to write all this down, and I'm going to tell five guys who hmm, mysteriously lost their jobs. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, We support you, and when you make a run for office, you let us know. Uh, we'll help you out, uh, and uh, we've been really, really happy to have you on, so thank you so
3: much. Uh, no problem.
1: It's been a pleasure, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Well, you Thanks have so a great much, day. Please. All right. You too. All right, you guys. That was Chris Vega. Thank you so much for your service, man, and you know, we really appreciate you coming on here and giving us your views. If you do make a run for Congress, you let us know. Uh, because we are going to start uh, donating some some of our proceeds from our subscribers to uh, congressional um, progressive candidates. Uh, I I know that you know everyone's like, well, are you doing something about the resistance? And I thought, well, you know, we're doing a podcast, but I think maybe I could put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. Actually, give some money to uh, progressive candidates to flip the house, um, mm-hmm. and and that way we can you know have have enough votes to impeach. And now the Senate, on the other hand, we cannot get enough Democrats mathematically in the Senate to vote him out, to remove him from office if he's impeached in the House. Because um, removal is a two-step process. The House has to impeach him. Right. And then the Senate has to have a two-thirds vote it's to remove enough. him.
2: Senators, Senator's up for a, a re-election? We, even
1: if we won every single seat we were running 99. for, we would only have 59. Okay. Um, and I think we're probably going to only end up with like 52 or 53. Yeah. Uh, and that's that would be a, a, conserv- a, a good on a good day. Right. Um, they'd have to go through the entire trial, right? Which would be so public and the
0: approval ratings oh. would go through the floor. I yeah. Believe. I mean, I'd like to believe do they'd hate. just reserve on
4: this side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or just vote for impeachment. Well, here's yeah. what I also want
1: to do. I want to start writing, uh, Comey. I want to start writing <laughs> that too. No, I want to start writing Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney is running for Senate in Utah. That's right. And he hates Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, he Trump publicly humiliated him. He's always talking out against Trump. And and I, I have this prediction that, that Mitt Romney will lead a group of Senate Republicans who, like maybe Burr, who was pressured to, to give up the investigation by Trump. There right. were five junior senators that Trump told to pressure Burr to give up the Russia investigation. Um, maybe he can get a handful. He would need nine. Um, and and plus uh, including himself so I think they'll be called the Romney 9 and I (laughs) think that they will they could possibly vote to remove Trump so I'm gonna start writing Mitt Romney and be like you gotta I I will send you money for your campaign Mm -hmm. because the Democrat is not gonna win Utah you guys there's just no way I will send you money if you Get together nine guys. Just
0: one binder full of guys. Binder
1: and <laughs> <of guys. laughs> yes. one binder. <laughs> Maybe they're ladies. Yeah.
0: Whoever, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: I don't think there's any ladies, senator Republican. We <laughs> need to be so binary,
0: you know, binder's full of people. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: love it. it. That's so great. So um all right, so I've been hearing a lot of unrest among Mueller supporters yelling at me like I have anything to do with <laughs> it. Like, when are the indictments coming? When are they coming? Um, and they're upset about how long this investigation is taking, so I wanted to ta- talk a little bit about the timeline of the Mueller investigation and, and what we can learn from history. Uh, sometimes I wonder how, like, as a society, we're going to reconcile the snail's pace of government as it was <laughs> designed by the founders to be uh, with our ever-increasing, you know, speed at which we get information, our attention spans are dwindling, we get fatigue really easily. Right. Um, I believe that the final move of round one for Mueller is going to be to interview Trump. And I know we all want the indictments to start dropping, but Mueller may not want to tip his hand by releasing charges until he gets the opportunity to speak with the president. Mm-hmm. We know from previous uh, Mueller behavior that he's very patient, he's very deliberate, and he likes to keep his cards close to his chest. Uh, for example, when, when Mueller uh, found out Manafort met with members of the Senate judiciary ahead of schedule, uh, to turn over notes from the June 2016 meeting and answer some questions. He had the FBI pay him a pre-dawn, no-knock visit <laughs> to preserve the evidence exactly. yeah. that night uh, or the early the next morning. And, and Mueller knew that he couldn't allow the White House any time to learn about what Manafort knew so that they could help Manafort either destroy evidence or prepare a, p- prepare a defense. Exactly. Another example is the interference and eventual cancellation of both Steve Bannon and Hope Hicks testimonies to the House Intelligence Committee. Mueller is really, he's super meticulous about who knows what and when. And in fact, like everything that we know about the Mueller investigation, we know because he wants us to know. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing all of this, we can assume that Mueller may not want to publicly indict anyone too close to the Trump camp, which is where he's at now in the investigation, because that could give Trump and his legal team clues about what to prepare for or what evidence to destroy. So given all of that... Um, Let's assume we have to wait for Trump and his lawyers to agree to an interview before we see any charges close to House Trump. Um, Citing old case law regarding executive privilege and dragging out the negotiations about the conditions of the interview are are just a couple of tactics that they're using to stall the investigation. Uh, Another tactic is obviously the ongoing attempts by Congress, specifically the House Republicans led by Nunes and the Trump transition team members to discredit the FBI and the Department of Justice, which is why I'm really happy about that sabotage today, these four mm-hmm. Republicans
2: standing Stand up together
1: from, yeah. for the FBI and the DOJ. Uh, take the Nunes memo, for example. It's a small group of House Republicans with without cooperation from the ranking member of the House Intel Committee, Adam Schiff. They met in secret, off-site places using classified documents from the DOJ um, as part of the Russia investigation to basically plot and discredit the rule of law. So... It kind of makes you laugh uh, at Senator Ron Johnson's accusation of a secret society in the FBI, um, because they actually have one (laughs) in in, in the the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, And the final tactic is stalling the investigation or the attacks on Comey, uh, the former director of the FBI, Rosenstein, um, uh, the deputy attorney general that appointed Bob Mueller, and Andrew McCabe, the deputy, deputy director of the FBI, chased out of the organization by Trump, though he denies he had anything to do with it. Um, by insisting that Rosenstein uh, signed off on the renewal of FISA warrants to surveil Carter Page House Trump basically has cause to fire him and despite the fact uh, you know despite the fact Carter Page was under surveillance because he'd been caught up in a Russian spy ring in 2013 which is what you were talking about he loves
0: to talk about it (laughs) Yeah, he's very
1: very proud of his time with the Russian spies in 2013 and those three spies two of them are on the lam and one of them went to prison federal prison Uh, so so we have Mueller, who may not charge anyone else until he interviews Trump. We have lawyers stalling that interview. We have the GOP attacking the rule of law, and we potentially have the removal of Rod Rosenstein and the installation of a deputy AG more sympathetic to you know, Trump's needs. All of this could lead to a serious lull in the investigation. Uh, Trump could stall for months. You know, Rosenstein could be fired. Though I think Mueller has all the evidence he needs mm-hmm. and wouldn't have to run any new investigative leads through a new deputy AG. Um, Manafort's trial could get pushed back to the fall. Um, the Trump Russia investigation could basically sputter out, kind of like Watergate did the first year that it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Mueller drop the hammer, unseal some <laughs> plea deals like from Gates, Hicks, and Bannon. Maybe indict Kushner, Cohen, and Sater, uh, Eventually, subpoena and indict Trump and Trump Jr. I like I, I daydream about these. This is <laughs> the <you> finale. <laughs> I'm I mean, a huge nerd steeped in the inner workings of this investigation. If
0: they do Jr. He's going to lose it. Uh, Like, uh, Trump would lose it. He would lose it. I mean, if you want... mm -hmm. Yeah, Papa Trump... Papa Trump would lose it if Junior got indicted. Oh, yeah. He would go... (laughs) nuclear.
1: <laughs> I would want to see wait. what Eric Trump would have to say because I love listening to oh, He'd do guy. full Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> He's got big enough gums. He looks yeah. a lot like Nosferatu. Does, with, the, with the gums and the tiny teeth.
0: <laughs> I've done a side-by-side. It's really crazy. Oh, <laughs> we need to
1: tweet it. that at yeah. us. We oh, so tweet that at us. So, uh, I want to be prepared, you guys. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want any of you to get discouraged if we don't get our, like, end of fight club moment with where is my mind playing in the background (laughs) as the White House (laughs) implodes. Um, I want you all to think about Watergate, how long that took. Uh, From appointment of special counsel to resignation took 15 months. And Watergate, from the Watergate burglary to resignation took 26 months. So by those numbers, uh, Trump's resignation would happen sometime around August, but that's If you had a Democratic Mm. Congress, which we don't have. So we may have to wait until we flip the House and the Senate. And even then, we might not have two-thirds votes in the Senate uh, to remove him. So my hope is we finally get to litigate a case for indicting a sitting president. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I really want to do in part to you guys is to be patient and don't lose hope. We will be here with you till the end of this thing. So that's all. That's all. That I that's that was my it's beautiful. news today for you guys. How to deal with hope. How to deal with this as <laughs> a Patience. as yeah. a junkie. It's a nice <laughs> note, yeah. All right, you guys. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Muller She Wrote. Mm.
4: We gotta also give a shout out to the reason Shannon's here in the first place. Oh yeah, my brother Sean, uh-huh.
0: biggest fan of Moeller's. She wrote, Aww. and he he was the one who told me about your podcast, and he was uh, very excited to hear someone from House Woodward to be mentioned on the pod. That's Hi. So cool! Nice. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much, you, Sean. <laughs> Woodward, we appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Thank you. you so much. Hell it's yeah. been
1: great having you on, Shannon, uh, Jelisa, and, and Jordan.
2: Oh yeah, I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn.
1: And I'm A.G. Thanks for listening. Muller She Wrote is produced by A.G. with editing by Jaleesa Johnson. Jordan Coburn is our digital media manager. Fact-checking and research by A.G. with additional research by Jordan Coburn and Jaleesa Johnson. Our web design and creative is by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is mullersherote.com.
5: Hi, I'm Dan Dunn, host of What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn, the most wildly entertaining adult beverage-themed podcast in the history of the medium. That's right. The boozy best of the best, baby. And we have the cool celebrity promos to prove it. Check this out. Hi, I'm Allison Janney, and you're here with me on What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. And that's my sexy voice. Boom. Boom is right, Academy Award winner Allison Janney. As you can see, celebrities just love this show. Ah, that's better. So be like Dita Von T's friends, and listen to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: MSW Media.